재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Thinking aloud Happy birthday to one of the greatest authors and contributors to English literature, Mark Twain. Often considered a humorist, he is known for saying the most interesting things about school, stating, I've never let my schooling interfere with my education. But just because he or I or everybody else thinks the way he does doesn't mean you should too. He also said, whenever you find yourself on the side of majority, it is a time to pause. And reflect. But again, when uh, it's all said and done, it's your life to live, so do what you want. Take it or leave it. Here's Cage the Elephant. Take it or leave it, you could cage the elephant, or if you don't want to, then that's a-okay too. Mark Twain talking about, uh, okay, if you are in the majority of uh, the people's opinions, then maybe you should stop and say, whew, should I be the fifth guy uh, that says no? Because often it's always four to five doctors say, you know what I mean? Have you seen that experiment? Mm. The one where uh, you you have four actors in a room and then the fifth person is not an actor. They're the one being tested. And then the uh, presenter, they show them three pictures. They say it's like three uh, bars, like of a bar graph, A, B, C. And, And then they say, which one is the longest? And then A is slightly shorter than B, right? But then the first person says, oh, it's A. And then the second person goes, Yeah, A is, you know, and it goes into the last person and then they say A, Mm. even though B is clearly longer than A. So, of course, the first four people are, you know, acting and saying A, but the last person as well to not stand out or be different from the last four or in fear of being called out. Yeah, like, what if I am wrong, though? Yeah, right. And how embarrassing would I be the only person to see this as the longest one? And so they say, yeah, A as Mm. well. Isn't that? That, I mean, that just shows you the psychology of, of humans right yeah, there. Behind. It is hard to go against the, against the grain or against the flow or away from the majority. Yeah, I think, but I mean, we, as we talked about in the opening, uh, it's always the minority. It's always one person that makes a difference, starts with one person that has an idea. And that could be for the, for the bad, but it also could be for the good as well. Uh, innovating different ideas, uh, planting these ideas in people's minds and questioning, saying, mm, is, it, is it really a, as they say, you know, Do we, should we really believe everything that we are told to by society, by the government, by our families, by the school? And that's the reason why the other quote kind of uh, humored me a bit as well. I have never let my schooling interfere with my education. Yeah, isn't that interesting how, how sometimes cultural norms become things that are like more either directly or indirectly communicated to us through education like we learn them as we go through school and and one thing i think is like you look back to the 60s when when the us was dealing with segregation or desegregation and you had people who came through that time period thinking no it's it's a good it's a good practice like we should keep mm. doing it and mm. and they had just kind of like grown up in in a society that educated like them like that maybe not directly but indirectly like coming through their schools they they start thinking like oh yeah but then it takes like a few people who 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 stand up and say uh no this isn't right the earth then, is not flat exactly and eventually you have 
I mean, you have people who are on the wrong side of history. You know, they always say that, like, uh, you don't want to be on the wrong side of history in this. And and that meaning, like, even though everyone is going this way, they think this way or they act this way, the few people that are saying, hey, uh, maybe we should rethink what we're doing. Uh, I think we're going to look back and kind of be a little bit embarrassed about this. period of our lives. Yeah, I think humanity wouldn't have grown at all. We wouldn't have seen change uh, in any place, in any uh, subject, in any, in any line. Education, uh, what is it? Is it? Does it have to do with school? Does it have to do with curriculum? Does it have to do with Uh, all of that stuff, textbooks and pencils and things like that. I mean, education can go for a long way. It could be different types of skills, what type of education you have in a certain uh, field compared to education in a classroom. Hmm. I, I like teaching. Mm-hmm. I'm no teacher, but I definitely like to teach. My opinion is that education could be boiled down to teaching someone how to learn. Mm-hmm. Right? Yes. Deep, right? Yes. Yeah. How do you learn? How do you <laughs> I don't open know if that's your correct mind? Or not. I've never taken an education life, uh, class in my life, but, uh, you know, like it, it, it should set you up to be able to learn for the rest of your life. Not necessarily these are the facts, learn them. And if you learn them, then you're, you've, you're now learned. Well, for that, I mean, that's just memorizing then. Right. You're not really learning. Right. It's not really learning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't apply it to your life. Found out something really cool, and I'm glad that you brought this up in uh, Thinking Loud. Let me know if you think this applies to the topic or not. Okay. <laughs> pedagogy. Do you know what pedagogy is? Mm, yes, I'll say yes, but I will really mean no. <laughs> pedagogy <laughs> is uh, basically the study of how to teach kids. Mm. Oh, I forgot the second one. <laughs> Do you know what andragogy is? Andragogy. So oh, I made up a word. Ants? Andragogy. Andragogy. So pedagogy is like you, like in education classes, I think people like learn. Again, I didn't take any education classes, but you know, you take like pedagogy of, for like music and pedagogy for grammar or pedagogy for science. And it's all these like the basics for how to teach kids, like the fundamentals of a certain study, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that it was just for kids and that there's one called andragogy or an- an- andragogy. Andragogy. It is real. Okay. Yeah. Andragogy. And that is teaching adults. Now, there's two different diagrams for this. Teaching kids is a diagram of a teacher in the center and kids circled around the outside looking at the teacher. Mm-hmm. But andragogy, the, the image of andragogy is adults sitting in a circle and the teacher standing on the outside of that circle. Oh, and, and kind of walking around. Well, it's because like, you know, when you're young, it's kind of like you need to be told something a little bit more uh, resolute. Okay. Like, let me, let me tell you, it's not an issue of whether or not gravity will affect you. It's, there is a thing called gravity. You know, there needs to be mm. some sort of standard. But mm. with adults, the way that we're wired and the way that we learn is actually more through, uh, helping each other to see. So oh, there I needs see, to I be see. discussion. And, and I think it's so interesting when you look at the world and how people approach problems or how people approach, um, I don't know. changing people's opinion a lot of times it's like believe this or think this and it's like the teacher in the center trying to teach the adults but you know what adults need is actually discussion yeah they need to question each other and they need to help each other out absolutely well all of this uh, is thanks to mark twain for us to think about it for us to question all about uh, what we do and how we do it here he is mark twain by harry belafonte Many years ago on the Mississippi River boats, they had men called gaugers. And the job of a gauger was to hang off the side of the boat with one hand.